Comics Veil, Saints and Sinners. All right, hello and welcome to Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners, a Bladens and... Oh my god, it is midnight. It, it is midnight. <laughs> we, we had a whole load of technical up. difficulties I pushed know. us back way too late. Yeah, I know it's going to be fucked up, but speaking of technical difficulties, we're live and in person. Yes, Yay. we are. <laughs> That's why it sounds so crispy right now. It's good to see everybody in the flesh for once, and when I can say go around the table, we can actually go around the table, but let me try this. Let me try to do the intro again. Okay, I think I got it. All right, so. Ready, go. You didn't go. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't go. All right, so uh, sorry about that. Uh, Remember. Just managing expectations. uh, (laughs) Welcome to Onyx Vale, uh, Saints and Sinners, a Blades in the Dark podcast through Des Moines and Dragons. I'm your host, Tim Williams, and I'm joined by my players today. And I can finally say by going around the table, let's just reintroduce ourselves for old time's sake. I'll go with the first person I'm looking at. Oh, that'd be me. That'd, that'd, be, that'd you. be me. Hey, everyone. It, it is Chris, player of Archibald Westchester, more affectionately known as Breadloaf, uh, or or Lox as uh, the alias goes. Um, just wrapped up with the Sleepy Hollow Renaissance Fair. Uh, feet still hurt from that. And, well, tomorrow I'm about to go make my feet hurt some more. So that's fun. And I've got a fun fact that I was totally bullshitting about earlier, but I'm going <laughs> to add it. Um, it is customary to bring some kind of fruit pie on the eve of somebody's funeral. So, like for like the way <laughs> you, you would bring a fruit pie of some kind. I'm gonna I'm gonna Having, throw I'm gonna throw one more thing in there um, because this is the last one. I want you guys to share your so far favorite moment of the campaign. I think, holy shit, there's so many. It's yeah. it's got to be that sniper battle. Like for cool yes. factor was probably the coolest, you know, just mechanically and just thinking about there's a whole battle to the death going up above that none of the NPCs know about, uh, which yeah, is really I'm cool. Particularly proud of that one. Um, but, you know, it's like, you know, as far as emotional punch goes, like I, I kind of like, the, you know, the scene that we had after it's like, oh, shit, this man has everything except his health. That's kind of an interesting punch. Right, right, right. Fantastic, fantastic. Callista, uh, yeah, go ahead and tell us a little bit. I am Callista, player of Lee, a.k.a. Hawk. And I I just, there's just so many moments to choose from. I can't <laughs> pick just one. I just, I just really liked being named Lemon Tart. So You're thank welcome. you for that. <laughs> when the bakery items started rolling out. Honestly, yeah. that was such a treat. I have Pun intended. literally nice. a two hundred over two hundred page document that I just pulled from. <laughs> are, are you a, are you adamantly trying to like incorporate that in real life now? I mean, you no, have. God no, <laughs> absolutely uh, not. This character is a lot of energy, and I'm not a high energy person. <laughs> I'm very could have fooled me. <laughs> very sleepy, just <laughs> all right. Fantastic, Andre. How about you? What was your favorite memory? Uh, well, first, my name's Andre. Yeah, yeah hi, Andre. <laughs> hi, Andre. <laughs> um, I play Abner. I don't go by anything else. I just go by Abner. I'm about to say, you do have an alias, but... I th- yeah, I do, I just, but we never use it. I forget the last time I was called Lox. <laughs> well, fine. I mean, you all became public enemy number one. Right, yeah. so it didn't matter what our aliases were. <laughs> well, I, don't think, I don't think Abner... Yeah, Walking Shadow is yeah. what I wrote. 
but I always <laughs> I Abner always full name introduces himself every time he meets somebody. New. Right, if it's not the Garoppolo, you have been name, right? you have been the crafted by <laughs> Abner Lumen. <laughs> um, what is one of my favorite moments? Actually, I I think one of my there's a lot of really favorite moments, but I think one of my favorites is going full Karen during the <laughs> night market. Yes, like that was a lot of just rolling for the documents. It was like, yes, this is are, going to work. People are dying around you. I would like to speak to a I manager. Speak to a manager. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to see how the documents play into the final thing tonight. Absolutely. Will, will Icarus <laughs> finally fly too close to the sun? We're gonna find out. God, I'm I hope real so. dice, so I'm actually scared. <laughs> <laughs> Roll twenty's been real kind I'm to us. Say, I, I have a little bit of like a suspected thing of like Roll twenty being a little bit too forgiving for everybody, and dice are not that way so right all right uh well uh just a couple of housekeeping things this episode is going to come out oh it'll come out when it comes out but what's a little <laughs> bit fancy with this one of course by now you're listening uh it's going to come out one part at a time per day so for however many parts that we have for this finale so it could be it'll first part will be monday next part will be tuesday wednesday and so on and so forth so stay tuned so yeah, uh, in other news for Des Moines and Dragons, uh, we'll have a little bit of news about what's going to be the future of shows after this. And But first, if you want to see more Des Moines and Dragons and you want to see a live show, uh, DM Paul and the original cast of Awakening are going to be doing a live show at Cardboard Caucus. Sure. It's going to be October 28th and 29th. And you believe you can still get your tickets today. Pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure one of our cast members was going to be in that show. Confirm Soundbard is returning. Soundbard rides again. <laughs> All right. So uh, that was everything I had. Oh, I probably should share my favorite memory. Absolutely, <sighs> Mr. DM. <laughs> my favorite memory is the fucking documents. <laughs> every, every time, without fail, that double six. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, because it's always like your back is literally at the wall. You throw the documents and it's always, just always, always a double six. Absolutely. It's like, oh, no, the world's ending. Documents. documents. Never mind. All right. Remember that time I stopped a car by throwing documents yeah, at him? Yeah, <laughs> Try shooting. It's not working. Documents. documents. Got it. I think that was the first time I used it. Someone is gonna <laughs> that bear. That is now up. my favorite one. My Somebody's favorite gonna moment. bear down with you a gun. And you're like, you can use documents roll six. I'm like, yeah. Somehow you get the documents into the barrel of the gun. <laughs> Just, throw Just roll them up really fast. Spitball. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Alrighty. So we're here at the final one. Shall we get started? Here we let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's take it away to the intro, and we'll be back. To mother and father, I do not have the luxury of time to ponder the proper words of how to start this letter, so I have elected to get straight to the point. I have found myself on the wrong end of fate, and the bill has come due. By the time you receive this letter, I will have left this mortal coil. My strength, vigor, and my very life force has been ebbing away from me as the days pass. Each day that comes and goes feels like years have gone by. And despite our vast amount of resources at my disposal, I have exhausted any avenue left to try and save myself. It has been hard, but I have come to terms with my mortality as I race to confront a man that would threaten all of you. 
I implore you both to be better, to want better, not only for yourself, but for the sake of the very Onyx Vale. My compatriots Abner and Lee will be in touch because they will need all the support that they can get. We may be considered criminals, but at the end of the day, this city and its progress towards sunrise has always been our goal. And Father, I hope that another avenue to assist in your ailing health has presented itself. Mother can't lose us both. I love you both, and I know your strength, love, and spirits will be with me as I cross to the other side. Your son, Archibon. One, I swear to God, if you make that chance. Uh, okay, that's another favorite memory of this podcast. Is this? No, it's not favorite. <laughs> you know what, though? It's my favorite. At the end of the, the day, editor. it is all about the game master's comfort, and I'm very comfortable in this Costco brand. I think it's Lazy Boy office chair. Is it Lazy Boy? Well, yeah. that explains why it might be Hopefully a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> so, Lazy Boy, if you're looking for some nerds to give money to, <laughs> sponsor us on our last DesMoinesDragons.com. Uh, Alright, so, do we need a quick recap of everything that's gone down to this point? Yes. Okay. Please. So, we first met our intrepid heroes in jail. At their lowest of their low, they decided to Take the help of a stranger named at the time Vasili and uh, break Vasili. out of prison. <laughs> Once they broke out of prison, uh, Vasili uh, told them about how they were really good at pulling off heists and scores, and so they decided to form a gang. And I believe it was Locks that came up with the idea of calling them the Recluse. Mm-hmm. And so after that, they started building a little bit of a sort of. Uh, reputation and everything. Solving a few things, working with a few people here and there who went their separate ways soon after. And uh, eventually they were able to get better weapons uh, through contacts of helping stop a train robbery. Mm-hmm. And eventually, during this time, uh, a governor was being uh, running away with more or less the election. Uh, Little did they know, the governor was a part of what's called the Cult of the Cleansing Flood. Or actually, no, the Church of the Cleansing Flood. And he called a sit-down with all the city's gangs and said, either you join me or you die tonight. The recluse chose to more or less be opposed to the governor, and uh, unfortunately, Facili died in the process. Womp womp. (laughs) Uh, Prior to that uh, You guys had made allies With the night market Uh, Locks did a three year stint In the void Mm -hmm. (laughs) It seems so instant yet (laughs) And then uh, After that you guys kind of went on the offensive And everything trying to take down a little bit of the Boiler Brothers And uh, More or less take steps To start uniting the city against the government at that point. Uh, Abner, you found out that your mother is currently running the Church of the Cleansing Flood, so that's that's fun things you'll have to unpack in therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lee, you also found out that the, your commanding officer has basically been a real thorn in your side since the whole campaign started. 
you guys stopped an assassination of one of your close allies. Uh, however, unfortunately, the night market was revealed to have actually existed. And so you guys went to the defense of the night market. But in that time, uh, Thomas Hornwood, a boy with a very, very powerful demon inside him. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> Check out that there, demon. Ah. <laughs> I love how he... Oh god, he always shakes so hard. It sounds like like brain cells are coming loose. That's my dog chance, everybody. <laughs> One of our favorite listeners. And so, uh, and so, unfortunately, he was kidnapped by um, kidnapped by Sergeant Major Blackwell. In the meantime, during that time, uh, Locke was also betrayed by Sally, one of his close confidants. Yeah. <laughs> Still unpacking that. Leading up to the fi- leading up to the finale, you guys successfully protected everybody. Uh, Archibon here had a little brush with uh, medical issues and is currently dying. <laughs> and but the rest of the party does not know about it. Sure, the other going. two don't know about it yet. Even though you know I mean, some know, of them are kind of like, mm, you don't look good. Um, and then. Uh, you guys found out that the final plan is to be one, someone is going to perform an assassination attempt at the election night that now Abner is running for election for. I guess um, my mom. Yeah. Yep. And then we'll get into the rest of the other stuff right now. So, first and foremost, you guys are all basically at the compound. Everything that's going on, you have the ability to do a little bit of stuff, but, like, with you, everything going on, thing. time is short. So if I'm if I'm not mistaken, at the end of the last one, I got a letter, didn't I? Yeah, you got a letter so, that said, uh, that had a picture of Thomas hooked up to some looking generator, and you know mm-hmm. that it was the dam. So I think if everybody's at the compound, Archibon is hoofing it. Coming in, he's like, <laughs> everyone come here. Oh. And I think, Mal, take this. <laughs> so Mal grabs it from you, and he uh, immediately opens it and looks. And what is everybody else doing during that time? Breadloaf, are you all right? Don't worry about me. Mal, read it. And so Mal looks over it, and he looks up to you guys, and he just goes, They got Thomas at the dam. The smelly boy. Fucking Sergeant Major. Yep. Yes, the, I the guess. one that smelled of blue cheese. He must have took him away during the siege of the night market. <laughs> no, Breadloaf, half a seat. Uh, can we get him a glass of water, someone? Yes. You see Tess behind the bar, behind the, the makeshift bar that you guys have. Is, it, just is anybody looking at me? Reach. and uh, uh, I'm probably looking away trying to get you a glass of water. So I think so he quickly like takes out one of the tinctures, pops it. If you're not mistaken, this is a bright blue glowing vapor, and you hear him go. And if you look, his nasal passages and through his eyes all glow a bright blue, and you see him go. How's that? How's that water coming? (laughs) Uh, I'll turn back to you. Just a moment. We'll get it for you. Good. I I appreciate it. It was a really long run. Mm. And so, uh, yeah. And so immediately you get the water and Mal goes, All right, well, that's an unneeded complication. Okay. So 
we got a lot of fires that we need to put out. Truly. We got the kid at the dam. Right. We got the possible assassination attempt at the election night. No. Do I don't, you, wait, dude, I don't think we officially... I think you told us it was going to happen, but we don't know. Like, like we, we, we were dealing with the election, so I, I, think, goes, well, I think this is an RP thing. Like, go on. I know there's an election going on, and but he an goes, assassination? And he goes, so we picked up some possible motivi- motivation is that somebody's going to be targeting one of the lower numbers because Great. as of right now, they've been really hearing words about how much the governor has turned the place into a, city, a police state. And city council members are not happy. So oh, of some they're hearing in the ranks. Yeah, they're hearing it taking out the dissension, basically making it easier for the governor to move about fe- freely. Oh, lovely! This evening's going to be so much fun. Exactly, and uh, not to mention, being that it's election night, a lot of the police are making sure people aren't voting right now. Well, we're going to have to put a stop to that. Exactly, and that's what we have a bunch of the other gangs doing, is helping out with that front. Who's leading the assault? Mal looks to you, Lee. Lee's going to sigh and then uh, and then look over to, to our coughing friend and just <laughs> go, yeah, but I'm not worried about the assault. Well, that's good. Have that well in hand, at least. And so he goes, all right, just so we're clear, Lee is handling the ground forces, making sure to give everybody enough protection so they can get a chance to go vote. Uh, Abner, you're going to be taking on... Murdering my mother, yes. (laughs) Well. And so you see Mal just kind of like calculate that for a second as like, wait, are you the basic the person who's going to cause the assassination? <laughs> what, wait, is is this all my intel here? Because like, should I worry about this or should I not at this moment? There won't, one murder will be averted, another will happen in its place. <laughs> right, the, the beneficial murder is what we're yes. looking for. And That's then fair. Uh, Mal turns to you and goes, the governor's mine. I know he's sitting there at the top of that dam. You're going to rescue the kid, though, right? Absolutely. The kid first. The governor will be mine. And so uh, Mal kind of looks around and goes, I'll be honest with you, we're a little, we're a mite stretched thin currently trying to make sure the whole city doesn't erupt into flames. You're likely going by yourself. So be it. As long as that, as long as Thomas gets out and that governor does not walk away. Of that, I can assure you. All right. Is there anything else you two want to say? I want someone to go with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking through my characters. I'm like, who can I send? I'll have Artemis. And don't worry, I'm sure Sally will be somewhere to piss me off. Oh, Sally. She's lovely, isn't she? <laughs> That's a word for it. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, Archibon, what's with you and sinking ships? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so for now, um, I'm going to say you guys have a little bit of time if you would like to role play any moments that you wish before we go into more or less So I think Archibon reaches into his coat takes a concealed letter and goes, Mal, keep this. Reveal it 
when the time is right. And he goes. He flips it over and he sees what it reads. And it's one of those, once this happens, because it has the, uh, when he's supposed to read it, when this happens, that's when you bring this out. Do you hear me? He looks back to you a little bit and he goes, Do you hear me? Yes. And I think as he hands it, like, they do that, like, grab the wrist. <laughs> Dylan, you son of a bitch, grab <laughs> <laughs> You son of a bitch! <laughs> Absolutely, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's that reassurance between old soldiers mm-hmm. sort of thing. Love it, love it, love it. All right. At this point, Lee's going to come over and um, and kind of grab uh, Archibald by the upper arm and say, can you handle this? And, like, squeeze just enough to see how frail he is. I'll let, I'll let Archibald answer that question. So I think, you know, there's enough there. But, you know, he's seen go... <clears throat> You definitely notice that, like, you've seen what had happened before, and this, from what you're able to glean when you're actually grabbed by the upper arm, he's a lot frailer than you actually thought he was. (laughs) Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any more of that uh, stuff in that pile that you had earlier? Oh, saw that, did you? Mm. That does not escape me easily. uh, I've got a few more. It'll be enough. For tonight, or for how long? It'll be enough. Okay. Is there anything you need from me before we head out? Just promise me to keep this city from going under. That's all. I want to make sure that we at least see the sun come up at least once. That sounds a lot like the wishes I heard while in the army. I can abide by that. Good. Alrighty, fantastic. Abner, what about you? Uh, question for you. Uh, where? Because we're doing the debate, yeah? Yeah. Where, where, like, what type of building is it? Is so it just like. It's going to be the city center. So, like, outside in the square, like the no, World's Fair? It's going to be, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a town hall sort of deal. So. So, if we look over here. <laughs> oh, here. Yeah. To our map that yeah, we have just to our right. Real quick. And make a whole lot of squeaking noises about my chair. You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> and the listeners will hear the map. And the clearly click of uh, zooming in. <laughs> it really helps the immersion. We can tell that the DM is moving and not just being stationary. Oh, wait. Which district is this? It's going to be in the Somerset oh, yeah. District. Somerset District. Okay, so not too far from the other battles. And you are going to be in Unity Park. Unity Park. Duh. How fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Unity Park in the Somerset District. But we're we're inside doing a debate in theory on a stage. Yes. So I could maybe... So I'm going to try to organize some of the stagehands from, from Adela's <laughs> Theater to to be working that event. I mean, they're IOTC, so they're probably going <laughs> right. to... Right. Would it, would it be yeah. Oyo, Oyotsi? Oyotsi. <laughs> oh, oh, like, oh, Onyx Veil vale Association yeah. of Technicals. <laughs> Spectacular. Uh, yeah, no, they're gonna. The likelihood is they're probably gonna be working that event, so I could see that and everything. So they can be more eyes and ears for you during that time. How did I fix it? I fixed it. It's not. I can hear both ears. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've been having so many technical difficulties oh. this evening. It is ludicrous. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, 
Uh, is there any other things that you guys would like to so play think, at all? Any other characters you'd like to talk to? Maybe one last time. I think, uh, you know, Archibong goes over to Abner and be like, Are you ready? Of course I'm ready, Breadloaf. Why would I not be? You know I can tell when you're lying. I'm seeing my mother again. It is a trying time. I will be fine. Well, if anybody deserves a man of the people... You're the one to deliver that to them. Oh, don't be sappy, Breadloaf. <laughs> sappy Breadloaf. Does paint a picture. <laughs> Breadloaf, but sticky. Are you feeling all right? And clearly not. <laughs> so I think, you know, he, he turns, grabs, you know, Abner by the, by the hand and be like, good luck. And to you too, Breadloaf. I look forward to seeing you after this. Absolutely. I think he let's go. All right. Who else we got left in this place? We don't really have what. Who else? It was like we got Mel. We got Mel. Uh, Everybody else is more or less like defending the city currently. Where's Faust? Oh, Faust. Where's Faust? Okay. Where's Where's our boy? So, (laughs) as you kind of walk around and you guys are kind of like prepping to leave and everything, you walk out and you see Faust is kind of like. You see him kind of like rolling down the street and he has a wheelbarrow in, as he's rolling it. And you see what's in the wheelbarrow is actually a bunch of Molotov cocktails. My <laughs> man. Uh, and so you just see like he has about half of them ready and then he has a whole bunch of like cloths just draped over his shoulder like you'd think like... Like when a dad who's cooking does is just draped like the cloth over the shoulder. Absolutely. And, and so he's just walking down the street, and you just hear him whistling like, <laughs> right, so, by, right, right by like a window or something. Barat, be like, Faust. And he goes, Oh, uh, hey, uh, I figured you know, if we're gonna hit him with something, might as well hit him with the uh, forty-two Savon Blanc. You know what I mean? 42 is a good year. It is a good year for Molotovs. <sighs> I didn't. I figured you'd be still locked in your library, Faust. And he goes, No, this. This is a once in a lifetime thing. Everybody's got to be involved. Absolutely. Heck, I even got the uh, newspaper boys dropping Molotovs on them on 33rd. Oh, they... Are they getting paid for that? And he goes, I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. I also good. told them that like the moment they drop them, they have to exit the area. Good, good, good. good. Ellen's is... been helping them, but Ellen's also been taking photographs too. I mean, Ellen is the uh, what is it, editor in chief? I believe is the position. Yeah, she might win. She might win a after this is done. I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Well, you know, I think you know Archibon takes Faust's hand because he knows. Well, Faust, I'll see you. On the other side. And uh, Faust goes, Give him hell, kid. After you. And he also turns and goes, And as he, you turn and start to walk off, he goes, All I ask is that you don't haunt me. Don't threaten me with a good time, dear friend. He's gonna fucking haunt me. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right. And uh, yeah, anything else at all for the good of the story? Faust, uh, Lee is just going to salute Faust and uh, give a nod to Mal. That's it. Well, actually, no, Mal wants to talk with you, actually. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) You give a salute to Faust and everything, and Faust goes, 
Like, I was in the fucking army. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, Archibald turns away. Oh, Lee, stop at that investment broker. There might be something I forgot there, if you wouldn't mind. Before I go, or Uh, after? Check check it later. Check it later. Mm, And uh, Mal kind of turns to you, Lee, and he goes, All right, so where do you want me for this? I want you holding down the fort here, and if you need to be back up somewhere, I'll try to send a message. And he goes, eh, I got an idea. He reaches into his back pocket, pulls out a flare gun, and goes, I will come running if you shoot that up. Okay. And I take it. All right. And he goes, got an idea what you're going to say to the people? You know, I'm not really one for speeches. You're going to have to be. Especially... Especially now, they're getting their asses kicked. I, th- I think, you know, Archibald is still with an earshot. You could ask Abner for some notes. <laughs> I could absolutely help you, my living tide. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll think on that. And he goes, don't think too hard. And he goes, fair. But, uh, I know you'll rise to the moment. Thanks for the faith in me. And, uh, I trust you'll have my back. Thank you. Always. 33rd sticks together. Always. And, uh, yeah, with that, if there's nothing else, we're going to move on to the prep part of the... So we're going to move on to the prep part of the three heists. That's right, we're Ooh, running three, three at the same these fucking time. So, uh, basically what we're going to do here is uh, we're going to... Do you actually, do we want to go to a break or do we want to... We can go to a break if there's some semantics we want to discuss first. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go take let's do a quick break and then we'll come back. Alright. Bye. 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 Right, and we are back with the finale. Do do do. So we're gonna go around the table, and basically, you're gonna tell me what you're gonna bring loadout wise for these three individual heists. So, uh, who would like to go first? You know what? I'll I'll start. All right. So I'm fantastic. gonna bring my most of my italicized things. So I've got uh, my train hunting bet. Artemis is going with me. I don't think. I could leave Artemis anywhere else except coming with me. Uh, all things considered, my spirit bane charm. I'm going to not bring the cover identity. There's no point. Um, but I am also going to bring... Let's see, what are those other two things at the bottom? Uh, a vial of slumber, slumber essence and a concealed palm pistol. So definitely bring in both of those. And I'm going to bring a, a nicely engraved Westchester knife. As well as a fine bottle of whiskey. And I'm also going to bring some subterfuge supplies. Ooh. All right. 
Whiskey's an option? It is for me. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> He's brought it a couple times. It, it has gotten aside. It's like my documents. It's gotten yeah. aside of some scrapes. Like, that fine bottle of whiskey is the Molotov that Artemis dropped on that tank yeah. during the siege. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. All right. Fantastic. Who'd like to go next? I will. All right. Um, I, of course, am going to bring Jack and my Spiritsman charm. And... A fine pair of pistols, a fine long rifle, as usual, oh, my fine. throwing knives. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah, cool. Yes, I will throw them. Uh, my climbing gear, and I will also take documents this time. Yeah. Everybody's taking the fucking McGuffin. I, I mean, <laughs> they have See, a proven I'm, track record. I'm scared they're not going to work this time. <laughs> Icarus. It has been twice. Icarus. time is not the charm. We're flying so close to the sun. <laughs> All right. Anything else from you, Calissa? Nope. That's okay. a regular loadout. Fantastic. And Abner, what are you bringing to a debate slash assassination? Um, I just want to check one thing. Okay, yeah. No, that's Friday not, night debate, y'all. Um, I am going to bring uh, some fine clothes and jewelry. Good. What a, why I'm, I I'll be to, in. You get to put on the dog, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also going to bring my disguise kit. Um, trans powder. And of course, I'm bringing documents. <laughs> I'm debating. No, I'm bad with weapons. I'm not going to bring a weapon. Really? I've, I've failed every single time I've tried to, say, to use a weapon. Yes. <laughs> every time yep. he used a gun, is not is blown up in his face. Yep. <laughs> I've gotten uh, we, we shot. We are not the violent ones. <laughs> we, no. we are not. I, I think I tried to use my sword cane. When I ended up, yeah, it got broken. That's why I ended up going on full Karen. Because oh. <laughs> I have nothing else to when do. When in doubt, ask for the manager, I suppose. <laughs> <coughs> all right. Caught the void sickness. All right. So, Ta-da. All right. Uh, yeah. So you guys come out strapped to the collective teeth. And you guys start walking towards Unity Park, where the debate will be happening in the Onyx Vale. Do you guys say anything to each other as you're walking? So I think, you know, Archibald turns. Well, here we are. We either win or we won't. Oh, we'll win for sure, Breadloaf. Don't doubt us. Uh, the other option is not preferable, so I think no, we'll win. Not even a little bit, but hopefully. Yes, otherwise you'll both die. Abs- absolutely. Uh, watching you swim in a lake of spirits would truly be interesting. And I don't like swimming much now. <laughs> so I think, you know, he, he stops and he looks, be that seven to the people. I suppose. And for you, Lee, the people will need a shield. I can be that. I trust that you will. And I think, I, I just, he's like, you know, my, my first thought was like, hands in. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, he, he puts his hand on both their shoulders. It's been an honor. But let's go save a city, shall we? Oh, why not? One last time. Let's do it. One last time. Do not sing Hamilton, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was just me. <laughs> it was just you. It was. You said it. I was like, "Oh, I could." Anyway, don't don't want to get copyright struck. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, he's like, "One last time, I will see both of you on the other side." Uh, hopefully, on this side. I'll see you both on the other side of this. Oh crap! <laughs> no, no. I, I'm hoping you're not going to die. Is what I'm trying to say there, bud. Well, I hope the same for the both of you. 
Thanks. I can't die. <laughs> well, that's one I don't have to worry about. God, that's my favorite. I'm going to worry. <laughs> one of their favorite moments. Is I, 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 we'll just lose our lives. Wait, I thought you were mortal. Your lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. Uh, so, you guys head off your separate ways. Archibon goes to the left, walking towards the dam. Uh, Lee goes to the right, heading towards wherever they're needed. And Abner walks straight forward to Unity Park to his mother. I'm so, so excited. We're going to start with Akaban first. Mm-hmm. After about 20 to 25 minutes, you appear at the bottom of the dam. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, one, you notice that the storm is about to blow in. Fitting. You hear the far off claps of thunder. One of the things you do notice as you're kind of walking up is that it, how empty it is. Everybody's at that rally. This is quite too quiet, but what a great time to bathe the world in spiritual fire. So I think, you know, he, he jots down because he promised to the Nightingale that he would in his journal the effects of uh, taking the first tincture and how it's holding. But he's going to double down, pop open another one, just the bright blue glow. And he clenches his fist and holds it. Okay. Wow, that stuff burns. That must be the Abba Mystica. And, you know, he takes a look and he does his command to Artemis to go up and look. He's not going to waltz into a trap if he can help it. So he's telling him, is there anybody around? Tell me. And so, uh, is there a role connected with that at all? Or is it just... That happens. I think that just happens. Right. I mean, it, it you could make it a roll DM if you what? wanted. Because I feel like because it's a, uh, I'm getting information. It's 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 a consort. I think is the definition for that one. Yeah, let's do a consort on that one. Let's see. So that's two, two dice. Two dice. Ice queen. And we're rolling the first dice roll. One and two. Oh, <laughs> the ice cream has failed me. We are off to a great start here. <laughs> right. Uh, Artemis sees nothing. All right. And I think he brings him back. He's still like, I mean, I know he didn't see anything. It doesn't mean they're not there, but we have somewhere to be. So I think he heads on in. All right. So you walk up and there's basically these two double doors and everything. Um, as you walk in. Immediately, you hear the sound of somebody far off going, Thomas. So I think he uh, hurries his pace a little bit. And so you start hurrying along and everything, and you notice that it's basically above you. And so you start heading up, and you notice it's about roughly four to five floors. As you climb onto the first floor, you do notice that there is one guard patrolling the area. To get to the second floor, you will need to get by him. Hmm. Has he seen me? He has not seen you yet. Let's see. So 
So I think he's going to reach into his bag, or his bag, his pocket, and it's probably going to backfire famously. Um, he's going to put a nice stack of coins arranged just so. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make sure he's further away behind a pillar and go. Okay. So what do you think this is going to be? I think like it's 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 almost a sway cuz I'm trying to bluff my way out of something. All right. Let's roll two dice for that one. Two dice for that one. Yeah, double twos. Or is that a 5? I don't It's a 5 actually. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a 5. It's a 5. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh first and foremost, add 2 to your uh clock on that one. I use tinctures. Oh, yeah, you use tinctures. I use two tinctures. <laughs> How long do they last? You said two days. Two days? Two days. But I use two of them, but I can see diminishing returns. Okay. At some point, I will say the tinctures have worn off. Okay. I still got one more left. Okay. So, uh, as of right now, you get past the first guard. and Not get past him. He he hears the whistle. He turns and looks down at the coins. Walks over to them and goes... And you see him go, what the fuck are these coins in there? I think I'm just going to try to get to the stairwell. All right. That's probably going to be what? Mm, what would it be? Prowl, probably. Prowl. I got a one. It's just <laughs> one day. Yep. I, was like, I was about to go, what's your prowl at? Well, not great. Choose a different day. <laughs> and just, you've been mean to me. But this one, this is nice. I can feel it. Four. Four. So as you do so, you head over there, you get past him and everything, but you do, it's a little bit more and it's a lot more movement than you, your body can take at this moment. Mm-hmm. So you're going to take a stress for that. All right. So uh, you make it up to the second floor and you keep creeping around. In the meantime, let's check in with Lee. So Lee, immediately as you had left, you immediately hear the sounds of just gunfire. And people shouting and everything. What do you do? Break into a run. So you break into a run. You're heading down basically the streets and everything. And as you do so, you hear gunfire down one of the alleyways. And you run, you turn, and you see basically what looks like a couple members of a couple different gangs in a shootout with some of uh, what would be Onyx Vale forces. And so they are losing. What in this situation can you do? Basically, what are you going to do to try to turn the tide or try and save them? Um, is there any way that I can flank the officers and uh, try to um, ambush them basically from behind? Well, it sounds like you're looking for a way to find that. So maybe a survey roll? Yeah. All right. Let's roll a survey and see what we got. This is going to be this is gonna be risky standard. Five and a six. All right. Look at you having good rolls. <laughs> All right, so sorry. I'll take those bad. I'll take the baddies. So one of the things you notice is actually an ability to get up high and then move around them because you notice that all this area is kind of like this back alleyway. All the buildings are all their fire escapes are connected. So you start climbing up this fire escape. You get around to it, and you can actually get behind them and have enough cover to where if they turn to shoot at you, they're not going to hit. So what would you like to do? 
I want to start firing at them with my pistols. All right. Or at least one of them. So you pull out one of your guns. That sounds like a hunt roll. So hunt. And because you got yourself in such a good position, this is going to just be uh, risky standard. Three threes. Three threes. So what do we get for three of the kind, boss? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. You lose. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Uh, And so basically, you kind of see, you kind of fire, because I don't think really and truly you're trying to hit them. It's kind of more of just to get them into cover sort of deal. Mm -hmm. And so you just hear the do-do-do-do-do-do as you're shooting at them. And immediately they duck and kind of get behind cover. Do you say anything to the other people that had been pinned down by that point? Um, no, not at this time. I think if they w- think they're in a bad enough position, they'll flee. Okay. And so, yeah. And so at this point, they are now, they know of you there. So they're now going to be able to shoot back. So that means everything is going to go back up. It's going to go to a desperate grade since it's currently four sh- against one in a shootout. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, Never tell what would you odds. like to do next? I'm going to keep firing at them. All right. Another roll. Desperate great. All right. Three, three, six. All right. Nice. So, with that six, uh, as they fire, you kind of wait. You kind of listen for a little bit, and you determine that actually when they're firing, they're firing in a pattern. And you notice that ever, after every six shot, they take at least a two-second break. And so after that six shot, you pop back up, immediately turn, and just go taking down two of them before the other two start to fire back again. Do you keep firing at them? Yeah, I do. All right, one more roll. All right. Two, four, five. So with that five, you're able to basically repeat the process again, no issue. Once you get that done, uh, and the last one drops, you see them kind of stand up, and uh, the rest of the gang members kind of stand up and just kind of go like this, and they go, if you need to help somebody, they're, uh, well, the orphanage was being uh, set on fire, and I don't know if they're all out of there yet. Okay. If you see a flare, come running. They nod, and they kind of run off the other direction. In the meantime, you do have Jack if you want to use Jack for anything. I do. I want to see if the orphanage is on fire from here. I want and like use my mental link with him to make sure. Quickly, that Jack, be nimble. So <laughs> Jack, be quick. We see kind of Jack kind of like uh, spread their wings and everything, but they don't like take off your shoulder. They just kind of like disappear once they do the wing spread. And now that's an image. You're running through the streets. All of a sudden, just ethereal wings pop up and boom. Yeah. And so, uh, boy. <laughs> as you do so, we kind of take it to this POV of the sky and everything, and we see and kind of look around, and we do see that the um, the orphanage has been lit on fire. Oh, so, children, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna have to try and save some of them. <laughs> some, I mean, we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, so see, you are heading there. Gonna get in the meantime. We'll come back to that in a bit. In the meantime, let's check in with Abner. So, Abner, as you're walking up, you're immediately met with by your campaign team. Tell me who's on your campaign team again. Mother. Um, I have Adela, who is there to... She's there to dress me like she always does. Um, and then my f- actor friend, Belvedere, who is 
acting as my campaign manager. And so as you're doing this, you're very much seeing one of those classic West Wing walk and talks. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was seeing. <laughs> and so... Uh, Mr. Lumen, you're here for your briefing. <laughs> Adela is basically like dressing you as you go, kind of like powdering your face and everything. And so Belvedere is walking along and goes, all right, what's the plan? Right now, what we need to do is I need you and the stagehands to go and survey the area. Tell me if there's anybody suspicious around and let me know when my mother arrives. Uh, Adela, please make sure that that special coat you made me, the reinforced one, I need to be wearing that during the campaign or she, during the debates. And she goes, I've got it right here, dear. And... I've made it the whole suit. Oh, aren't you darling? <laughs> and so uh, she's helping you get into that and everything. And then uh, Belvedere goes, what were we looking for? I have news that someone is attempting an assassination. I don't know on who or who is doing the assassination. That's why I need you. Someone's got to be looking shifty during all of this, aside from, well, us. And he goes, shifty-er. <laughs> got it, got it. Now, do you want to talk about the debate at all? What about the debate? Well, do you want to prep at all or anything? Because uh, what is your stance and stuff like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have that like clip from Family Guy in your head when Lois was running for <laughs> school board? Yeah. That's what's going on right now. And he goes, well, you have, to have, you have to stand for something if you want people to vote for you. My mother's terrible. That's what I stand for. <laughs> and he kind of looks at you and goes, You'll wing it, right? Don't I always? I oh, think okay, somewhere <laughs> Archibald's like, oh, Something's going terribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he done, he keeps running. And so uh, you go and basically uh, you head into the area and kind of get ready. During this time, you see the, all the other council members have uh you see councilman reigns is there but all this all the other council members have not arrived yet and you notice that there are two uh podiums at the center of the unity stage um is there anything you'd like to do you have a little bit of downtime Uh, probably not a good thing that i can do i mean i can they're not gonna try to assassinate me right I mean, they could. I don't figure. think I'm the type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly Adela's got a. I love that you went got into her finger on the pulse. Your intelligence guy, no questions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, I mean, I'll study the podiums. Right. I'm not good at it. So you're gonna why. try and take a look over the podium, see if there's anything like out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Roll some dice. How many am I rolling? I only have one. So you're rolling one. Yeah, that's what I thought. One singular dice. Two. It seems fine. Looks <laughs> like a podium. Great. <laughs> um, is there anything on top of the podiums, or is it just like literally just the podium? It's literally just a podium. Okay. There's nothing really on top there either. There are glasses of water there. Okay. Um, but I will well. say, if you were going to attempt to poison it now, there is a lot of people. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. going to do that. Um, the setup of the room, I would assume, it's kind of like when you see a presidential debate. So we have the two podiums, mm-hmm. and then there's like farther away a table with a person mm-hmm. or people asking the questions. Yep. Are they there? The person asking the question? Yes. Not yet. Dang it. Uh, Belvedere. 
And he goes, yes. Who is our moderator for this evening? Ah, yes. The moderator is actually a very famous person. Their name is uh, Ben Kearns. Tell me about him. Ken Burns. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're a famous Onyx Vale historian, really good about taking pictures and kind of zooming in on them and really cool like. He takes pictures. Well, he, he makes it into more like a movie thing about documentaries about Onyx Vale history. I'm sure there'll be something about the recluse at some point. But he knows nothing about... Po- well, I know nothing about politics. I want to talk. I mean, he's a very famous figure, and he knows how to interview people. So that's kind of why we picked him. All right. Um, in the meantime, I need you to find Lamont LaCroix. Make sure he's in the audience. He'll know what to do when I bring up the moment. Lamont. Yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. And uh, for the audience's sake, and maybe also mine... Lamont LaCroix was the artist we hired to prove that you could Photoshop essentially a picture and that the government was running a false thing when they took that picture of Knox the vampire yep. trying to take the heat off of uh, the night market. Well, damn, isn't that a good-ass thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so uh, he goes, right away, I'll find them. And, and, and did you find anything out about anybody suspicious in the crowd? And so he goes, well, there's not very many people here yet. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) There's no crowd. And so as you do so, you just hear Councilman Rains behind you go, nervous? A tad. Maybe not for the same reasons you might think I am. Um, This might be an obvious question, but would there be any reason for anybody participating in tonight's debate or the setup of it to have an enemy? He goes, well, I mean, do you have enemies? No. (laughs) (laughs) So many. Oh, so many. (laughs) I have a lot of very good friends. And I don't know your mother, but does your mother have enemies? One in particular I know of. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's also everyone on the council will be here as well. And where exactly will they be seated? And he turns and he points and goes, uh, yes, actually you have a, and so he turns out, and this is actually an outdoor theater and everything. Oh, I think like Like an amphitheater. yeah, Yeah. Amphitheater basically. But this amphitheater also has kind of, if you ever seen like golf, when they have like the commentators in those high press boxes, mm-hmm. that's where the, uh, that is where the council members are going to be okay. and everything. And he goes, we're going to be in that press box over there. And he points to the left side. And that's where three of us are going to be. And then he points to the right side. And that's where the other three of us are going to be. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, Belvedere. And Belvedere <laughs> keep shouting at Belvedere, <laughs> who was halfway down, halfway out of the amphitheater, turns back and you just hear the. As <laughs> he goes, yes, I need two stagehands there and two stagehands there, and I'm pointing at both of the both of the boxes. Got it. The fun foley artists, like, the fun foley artists that we're getting right now, <laughs> being able to do it in person. In person, uh, I don't, I don't have anything else. All right, and so 
as he does so, uh, Councilman Reigns goes, Do you believe something might happen? I have it on good authority that someone may be assassinated. I don't know who, I don't know why. And so he goes, I'll be perfectly honest with you, as of right now, this election, the, mo- the first thing we address after the election is the vote to recall Governor Bordeaux. I don't know if that's actually what's going on here, but that could very well be what it is. And about how many of the city council at the moment want his recall? It's evenly split. Multiple assassinations. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, how fun! <laughs> and so he goes, uh, Should I be concerned? Should I tell the city council not to come at all? Should we cancel this event? No, I believe my crew can handle things. Roll sway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's my, what my sway's for? Why am my I looking? I know what my sway is. It's been notorious. Oh, that dice is intense. Uh, three, one, three, four. Yeah, three, one, three, four. All right, with the four, he kind of looks, he still looks nervous, but he looks a little bit at ease about it. He goes, right, I, I will trust your judgment. Anything else you need from me is all. Not at the moment, no. All right, I will, I will be in my press box. Alright, and so he heads off to his press box. In the meantime, let's check back in with Archibon. That's me. So, Lox, mm-hmm. you make it to the second level and you're heading up to the third. As you head up to the third, you hear voices above you. Do you stop to listen at all? I think for a little bit because he's definitely going to need to catch his breath. So while you're there taking, catching your breath and everything, you hear a couple voices between two people just go, you know, Oliver actually, whatever happened to that uh, one girl? I think his name was Sally. I know she was working with the governor for a bit. And he goes, oh, uh, well, I mean, he's in a desperate spot. Failed the governor twice. Fails again. Well, you know what they say. Fool me once, shame on you. You. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, well, that ain't gonna fucking happen. And uh, the other, you just hear the other guy shoot back. No, no, nobody, nobody actually says says that. And the other guy goes, "Well, you know, it's actually it's not about the saying it, so to speak. It's more about the just killing the person and everything." And the other guy goes, "No, no, no, that was silly." And so, uh, yeah, what do you do? So I think he's taking this all in. He's like, "Please, Sally wouldn't be so much of a dullard to." get killed by these cretins can't be can't be and uh am I near them to try to sneak by him yeah you are part of me wants to go hey what what do you guys think about the Roman Empire (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll roll a sway fuck it (laughs) I wish I could do a disadvantage but no fuck it let's do it rolling a sway great a four. And they turn, and he goes, Oh, the Roman Empire. Did you know they built roads and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, and 
Don't get me started on those aqueducts. Oh, those aqueducts. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's the greatness. And did you know did you know that they actually took the whole pantheon from the Greek gods and just came new names? I mean Like I think uh Ares became like uh God, what was it? I mean, the Greeks were something special. I tell you, yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, they were, they were, they were, they were. They actually wrote a lot of good plays too. You ever hey. heard of that one called uh, uh, Oedipus? Oh, Oedipus! Uh, 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 indeed, he was. I thought my family had problems. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your name, buddy? Oh, uh, Stephen. Ah, Stephen. Steve, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, you know, just enjoying the evening. It's nice and quiet with everybody at the election here. You got a, you got a flask or something? And, you go, and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure, I think yeah. he pulls out fine whiskey. Like, come on, put them together. And he start, he pours them both shots. And so they they take that and everything. And uh, yeah, and he goes, ah, well, this is fine whiskey, man. You must be, uh, do you work here? Oh, of course I do. I don't come around very often. Just inspections got to make sure the dam is keeping up what it needs to ah, i get it in one of those like uh, surprise inspections when they least expect exactly. it exactly especially when they're not here either but i get it I exactly get it. I, get it. I get it how else am i going to be able to do my job completely unimpeded if someone's around i'm not going to be able to succeed you know mm-hmm. fair enough fair but here, enough. i'm gonna be on my way get out of your gentleman's way but here here's a little bit nip for the road he pours him another one ah thank you you're a good man steven you too, and uh, you got, and you keep heading up from there. So Roman Empire, <laughs> Callista. I'm dying over here. <laughs> Stephen got me. I was like, oh my god, why that name? Stephen is Stephen is just my fallback for some reason. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd pick Keith or something. <laughs> nah, it's like what? it's gonna be one of two, Stephen or Alan, one of the two. <laughs> Alan, Alan, Steve, Steve, Steve. All right, so. Uh, you kind of keep heading up and everything, and as you do so, uh, you have the kind of, like, the still the smile of, like, Steven as you're walking up, and that smile instantly goes away once you hear Thomas just go, ah! I'm coming, boy, I'm coming. In the meantime, let's check in with Lee. So, Lee, you are booking it down the side alleys, trying to get to the orphanage, and... Uh, you feel Jack reappear on your shoulder and t- tell you basically, yes, it's on fire. But by this point, you don't need Jack. You can smell the smoke. And so as you get there, you see people are trying to not only hold off any incoming forces, but also try and put the fire out. And as you do so, you do see... Uh, oh, God, this is a deep cut of an NPC from like a year ago. I don't remember the name. Uh, the owner of it, I believe it's like St. Agatha or something like that. And she she just goes, The children! The children are still in there! Rude. Uh, I'm gonna run up to her and say, where? Third floor! Above! Above the flames! And you do notice that there are still a, it's still a gunfight going on as well outside. So, you can either help the gunfight or save the kids. Um, what are you gonna do? <laughs> okay, with my documents. <laughs> oh my yes. God! <laughs> <Coming> in clutch. <laughs> I'm gonna take a look at um, any map that I have of this area uh-huh. and try to figure out if there's like a back way that I can circumvent the fight while getting the children out. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. So, uh, what do you? What would you say the skill would be for the role here? Um, survey. Yeah, I'd say that. 
Desperate great. Also, Tim, I don't know why, but all I could think of was the the, the <laughs> Simpsons. The, well, six someone three. think about the children. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's a six and a three. Uh, yeah, so you're able to find that basically uh, one of the things right off the back alley is a sewer that can lead the children out and basically away from the area and even out of the city if need be. So immediately you run in. Because uh, I'm assuming you're running in and grabbing the children first and everything. Um, yeah, like, so are the flames on the first or the second floor? They're on the second going to the first. And then, they're, actually, they're on the first going to the second up. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I thought, for some reason I thought fire goes down. I mean, to be fair, it is 1am, everybody, so it is definitely <laughs> Saturday morning. Some of us have to be up in a few hours to yeah. go to the rent fair. I mean, I did that I to myself. To you did it, so. <laughs> Andre has to work. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, so it is on the first floor, and then on the second floor, and it is a matter of time before it gets to the third. I want to try to climb up uh, on a similar building, their fire escapes, and then jump over to the third floor if I can, or the roof. What role would that be? Hmm. Prowl? Sure. You're so much more athletic than either of us. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's because I only have one in sway. It's like, there's a reason why that kill was so clean <laughs> in the five, last six. episode. All right, so it's a five. No, six. Oh, six. Three, okay. five, Three, six. Five, six. <laughs> so uh, what we do, we see is, you, do you did you bring climbing supplies with us? Absolutely, I did. Yeah. I brought climbing gear. So Thank basically, you. we see uh, Lee just kind of pull out what looks like a climbing pickaxe and immediately just run and kind of like take a jump, uh, hooking into one of the open windows, pulling themselves up and grabbing being able to just use the pickaxe to break open a third-story window and climb in from there. And as you climb in there, the room is just filled with smoke and everything. Uh, and you don't see any kids immediately. Okay, I'm going to try to put, like, a cloth over my, like, mouth and nose to try to filter out that smoke a little bit, and then um, walk to the next room. All right. So you walk to the next room, and as you kind of walk through there and everything uh you open the door well actually as you get to the door do you feel the door before you go in um i feel like i'm gonna put my hand on the door to see if it's hot or not yes so you put your hand on the door the, ho- the door is cold so once you open the door you notice uh that this room looks like one of the uh r- bedroom areas for the kids and so but you don't see any kids in the area so you you kind of get the idea that they might be hiding. There is another door at the at the east end of the room, though. Okay. As I'm going to walk to the east end of the room, I'm going to also uh, do my best to call out and say, Hey, if you can hear me, follow my voice. We're going to get out. And so uh, after a couple calls of that and everything, you hear somebody just go, <coughs> Help! And so you hear that. Do you fall, go over there? Oh, absolutely. And so as you go over there, you see kind of like uh, a kid who's a little too, who's caught a little too much smoke to be able to keep going, mm-hmm. along with about two other ones there who are trying to get him up, but they just don't have the strength to be able to carry him the whole way. Okay. And uh, I immediately pick up the struggling kid and begin moving towards the east door. So you go to the east door. Do you touch the door before you open it? Yeah. 
right? Immediately as you put your hand on the door, you realize that that door is burning up, and you notice that the smoke that you saw coming out of it is getting sucked back into the door. Um, what? (laughs) So, fun fact. My dad's a firefighter. Mm -hmm. I'm using knowledge. (laughs) If you open that door... You will have an incredibly bad time. I I figured explosion of some kind because it'll exactly. be exactly it's a backdraft. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know enough physics to know what that means, but okay. It basically means that that door is going to open and uh, literally a, guy, a, a oh, geyser okay. of fire. Basically, it is a very bad time, and heck, that's why they even made a movie about it. Right. <laughs> okay, I'll put that on my ad list. It's a 90s movie starring Kurt Russell and uh, not a, Alex Baldwin. It's a young Baldwin. I forget which one. I think it's Never Billy mind. Baldwin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so you see that and you're like, oh, fuck. And so what do you do? Um, I back up with the kids and say, okay, kids, uh, we're going to try to find another way. And then go out and try to find another room to go to. So you go to that back room, back into the room that you went into. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do notice that that was the only way into the room was like the way that room that you went in where you found the kids was the only exit out of that room other than going out the window. Great. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I set the kid down, um, open the window and, um, survey how I can get them out. Okay. So roll survey. Four and two. With the four, you don't notice a really lot of good options here. The biggest the bi- biggest and maybe best way is that if you have one of them, you hold on to one of them and the other two trying to, ho- like, basically koalas on the front and the back of you, you think you could try and climb down, but you know that it's going to stress you out. Okay. Um... I am going to strap on the climbing harness and then try to see if I can um, stabilize the gauntlet on the other side of the building to see if um, lowering the rope in kind of a pulley situation will get us all down instead of climbing. Fuck, that sounds smart enough to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Science. All right. uh, I feel like there should be a roll here, though. What should be the roll? Um. I can't, I can't hover over like I usually do, so I can't see what they all say. I almost feel uh, figuring out that it's going to work to me. It feels like the ability to do it is a finesse. That, yeah. Or seeing that you can do it is a study or a survey. I would say finesse. Yeah. Okay. One of those two. Uh, five and a, what is that? Six. Six. All right. So. so fly down. Uh, basically. As you kind of do it, you kind of basically do like a full-style military rappelling out the window sort of deal with these kids in tow. <laughs> and as you do it, you do notice, you as you kind of like are hooking everything up and getting everything ready, you hear the creaking of that door in that back room. And as you get the kids ready, you notice that they're very scary, but you're like, no, you look at me, pay attention, we're going to be calm. And as you do so, you get kind of like hooked into the side of the window, both feet on the rail, 
and you jump off, and just as you jump off, you hear the door just kind of go, and a of the flames kind of entering that room and going out the window as you are rappelling downwards onto the ground safely. (laughs) My hero. There goes my hero. Watch Liashi climb. Immediately as we get onto the ground, Mm -hmm. I'm going to navigate them to that sewer and I'm going to tell whichever one I think looks like the oldest and most responsible to follow this. And I show them the map and I say, you follow this until you get here. Then you get to a safe place over here. Do you know this area? And they nod and everything. And they go, yes, of course. Okay. You go do that. I'm going to go make sure everybody else is okay. Can All you right. do that? Yeah. And so they immediately start climbing down the knee into the sewer and everything. Good. And then I go help the fight. And so as you come back to the fight, you notice one of the gang members uh, takes a bullet to the shoulder, falls down, and uh, some people start to move up. But before they move up, you see uh, St. Agatha, who is wearing kind of like a nun's frock during this whole thing, uh, turns, has a double barrel shotgun, you just hear a (laughs) as the two people get blasted back from it. And she goes, you already took my house. You're not taking anything else. Of course. (laughs) I always knew I loved her. And so, uh, yeah. And so, uh, how are you going to help keeping these guys off? Because they got about seven of them, and there's only, now with that one guy down, four of you. I'm going to attempt to go up and flank again. All right. So, uh, let's make this another finesse to make sure you can get up there quickly. One and four. All right. Uh, you're able to move up there. Uh, it takes a little bit of time, but you do take one stress from it. Okay. And what do you do once you get up there? Uh, immediately start firing with a pistol. All right. Roll me the hunt. Did anybody else think Danny DeVito? So I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, four. All right. So with the four, uh, you're able to crack one of them. And drop them immediately, but the other ones immediately just take cover and start shooting at you as, again. Uh, I'm guessing you're going to rinse and repeat? Oh, absolutely. Are they using the same uh, technique that they were before with the six shots and then a two-second pause? Uh, I would say let's roll a survey to find that out. Five and five. Nice. Yes, they are. Great. I am going to... Uh... In Try fact, because you've identified that, you get a bonus dice. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Hold on, that's a lot of dice. How did I roll that badly? Two, two three, three, four. Oh, okay. There was a four there. <laughs> <laughs> You're able to, uh, for the most part, they're actually very well keeping you down. They notice that you are the best shot out of the bunch. So they're focusing on you compared to everybody else. You are able to kill one of them, but most everybody else is keeping you pinned down at the moment. Do you want to try again? Absolutely. All right. You can try it again. Let's go for there. Uh, That's a six, five, five, six, five, six, five, five, and a one. That's a one. All right, six, five, five, and a one. So with the six, uh, you're able to actually... Uh, as you kind of sit there and everything, you do notice they kind of like shoot a little bit of a hole into your cover, and you notice that hole is perfect to aim out of. 
And so you just kind of like put your I, I, like your gun in your forearm, just kind of like put it out and just and you're able to like take out three people from cover and not being able to actually hit anybody. And eventually everything quiets down and you hear St. Agatha just go, well, that is a lot for my old heart. You save the kids. Well, of course. They're going to be over here. And I I, uh, I tell her where on the map that I uh, that I pointed them to. And she goes, gotcha. I'm going to go find my babies. You. You keep doing the Lord's work. She's going to smile a little bit at that and um, put her hand on her heart. Say Agatha. And, <laughs> and say, thank you, Agatha. Um, I should go now. She nods. And we Does that count we, as a blessing for like plus one on things? No. <laughs> I tried. And so I appreciate that. We see uh, Lee heading off further into the city and everything. In the meantime, let's check in with uh, Abner again. Yay. So Abner, a little bit of time has passed. You've been kind of pacing and everything, and you notice that more people are kind of filling in. And the thing is, the people that are filling in here are definitely not, like, the common folk of the Onyxville. These are the rich folks. Okay. <laughs> the ones with a lot of, like, wealthy power and eliteness to it and everything. And uh, you do notice that uh, there's definitely a lot of Onyxville uh, security forces around the area. And you do notice that at least... As of right now, um, three of the city council are there. And as you do so, you do hear uh, Belvedere arrive and go... (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) The scuttle of little feet, it must be Belvedere. Your mother! Your mother is here! She just arrived. She just arrived. She's, uh... And as he's about to try and say that, you see basically she enter, and as she's entering, she's actually coming down very much the center of the amphitheater, straight down to the stage. And you notice, for some reason, it kind of looks like she's gliding. Which woman? <laughs> she's just kind of floating down, floating on down there. All yep. right. For the mother, I believe you've learned a couple new tricks. And she goes, Oh, Adna. So disappointed that we couldn't be working together. I'm disappointed that you still breathe. <laughs> Damn. And she goes, I have only ever loved you. <laughs> oh, that is rich. Were you loving me when you ran away after you spent all of our money? Doing what's best for you. Teaching you how to survive. And I've learned quite well. I believe we have a debate later, and I can show you exactly what I've learned. I look forward to it. I'm sure you do, daft little tartlet. And I'm going to walk <laughs> over. In the meantime, you do see a couple of people talking around and everything. And are you still trying to, like, find any people that kind of stand out and such? Yeah. <laughs> uh, roll me a survey. What's my survey? It's probably bad. I have nothing to say. <laughs> so you're rolling two and two, taking the lower number. So this is I don't disadvantage. Trust that one. I'm going to do this one. Ice cream dice. It's a three. three. All right. So with a three, the only thing you really notice as you're looking around, and this isn't really suspicion. This might just be just 
the fact that these guys, there's a bunch of people that you notice that. So your mother has kind of an entourage that walk with her and everything. Sure. You notice that all of her entourage look the same. Like the exact same person? Yeah. She couldn't get her own shit to make copies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some homunculi thing going on. Um, God, I don't want to talk Full to metal her. alchemist. Belvedere! And he goes, I've, I haven't left. I'm still here. <laughs> right, yes. Um, <laughs> those there. Ask my mother about them, but don't tell her you're with me. Tell her you need to know everybody coming and going. Right. And uh, you just hear, <laughs> Yes. Good. And uh, he's going to have that conversation. Is there anything else you'd like to do in the meantime? And then we'll come back to this. Uh, no. No, I'm good. All right. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, we'll go in and check in on what Lox is doing. So, Lox, you finally make it up. And on the sixth floor, uh, you notice that the whole area is kind of separated like just flat and in the center of this area is two kind of spindles going down diagonally and tied to those spindles is thomas Mm. and he looks and he's just he's limp hanging there but you don't see anybody else in this area so i think he's gonna make his way over there so you make your way over there and just as you're about to reach to like try and cut him down and everything you hear the cocking of a gun behind you Clever. Very clever. And you just hear the person behind you go, well, you never, you never tended to check your back, especially after you got sick. Really, Sally? Really? What can I say? You've made me very desperate. <sighs> you have an opportunity to turn this around, you know that. I'm listening. Look, Sally, I'm not going to see you tomorrow. Not even a little bit. And I'm taking the governor with me. I need you to get this boy out of here. There will be no no escape for me. And even if I do escape, there's not much long I've got left anyway. (laughs) Roll this way. A sweet. What is my sweet? Two. Yeah, two, two in the sweet. Two sweet. Sally, be friendly. Five and a four. All right. We'll come back to that answer in part two of this heist. Piss! <laughs> part two, you said? Yep, part two. We'll be Bye. back.
Curse Vale, Saints and Sinners. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris. You have reached the end of the first part of the finale episode, but stick around. As the week progresses, more episodes will come out, and you don't want to miss the wrap-up of this wonderfully epic story. But thank you for listening.